What a bad camper. Ah, oh, yeah. What's happening? Once again. <laughs> again and again. <laughs> Intermittently. Yeah. A couple as months or something. As much as possible. We're back. Kinda. We're back. Yeah, kinda. But we're back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're we're back for an ad. Yeah, we're right here. We're holding down as often as we as we can. <laughs> as often as promised. Yes. Which was never promised ever. <laughs> as much as possible. This time, well, last time when we picked the last episode, we had a little contest pick between Ghoulies 3 Ghoulies 3 Sleepaway Camp 2 and pretty much we did that because both of them ruled so it didn't matter which one won because right. it would be awesome Ghoulies 3 won that episode turned out pretty good I thought <laughs> I laughed that's and all that matters so we just figured go ahead and do no, Sleepaway Camp 2 because <laughs> we wanted to anyway so that's what we're doing today Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers. Primo subtitle. It's a good one, dude. It's like, right this out of house. <laughs> house 2. Should tell that story about how I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Oh, we were talking about catchphrases or something. Or taglines. Yeah, taglines. And I was like, House 2 has the best one because like, it's the second story of the house, but it's also the second story, and you're like... I never once got that, dude. <laughs> I always, I read it as like the second story, meaning like part two, basically. But I did not catch that it was like the second story of the yeah, house. That's uh, some good wordplay that was that was lost on my little brain, and then I just <laughs> never thought about it again. They nailed it. What's some other good ones? Got any? Who will survive, and what will be left of them? That one rules. That is one of my faves. I'm trying to think of another. Like play on, play on words, words, but I can't think of any. It's gonna be a dead end. <laughs> <laughs> if we think of any, we'll bring it up later. <clears throat> and if they existed, I probably didn't understand them when I was a kid. <laughs> and I did, and forgot them because I'm <laughs> old and dumb. But yeah, we're, this time we're doing Sleepaway Camp Two. What do you remember about the Sleepaway Camp moves, Trav? Well, I remember what everybody remembers about the first one. Yeah. The, we the should bees. say, yeah, the bees. <laughs> we should say, bees nuts. There's going to be spoilers for the end of the original Sleepaway Camp on this episode. So if you haven't seen it, definitely you should keep check listening. It out. <laughs> definitely keep listening, but <laughs> just don't hear the spoiler parts. What are you doing if you haven't seen Sleepaway Camp already? If you're listening to this and haven't seen Sleepaway Camp, I'm surprised. Yeah, that's impossible. Yeah. But uh, the the spoiler that we're talking about, get it out of there. Angela, the little girl from part one, had a rod. Biggin. And... It wasn't big. It was a twist. <laughs> it but, was a twisted dick. Yeah, it was a twister. <laughs> the end, like, the last the last one, it ended with uh, just that reveal. It's like, oh, she was a boy all along, and she's the killer. And there's like... Turns, I know why she's crazy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she's been living inside of a 
well, she's just been being manipulated by her crazy aunt was what was happening, trying to turn her into a chick when she was really a dude. So she had all kinds... I've always wanted a daughter. She's had all kinds of uh, complications. (laughs) Brain manipulations. (laughs) Manipulations and complications. (laughs) But do you remember the first time you watched it? Any of them? Any of the series? It's been so long ago. I... I think I had watched the first one VHS. I rented it when I was at my sister's house one time. But your sister was fucking hooking you up with like primo movies to watch. It's because she lived super close to this awesome video store called the Video Update, and it had like the Every most primo. <laughs> it had the most primo horror section ever, dude. I was bummed whenever it went out of business because I watched a ton of movies there. I wish we could have went and bought all their tapes. Me too. That would have been amazing. I just went over there one time and it was gone. Man. But yeah, I, I had seen the uh, the the box to the first one and I thought that that box art crushed and I think I watched that one but I'd never seen the sequels. But then like in the early 2000s Anchor Bay came out with that DVD box set. Yeah. I bought that bad boy up from Best Buy. I remember when you got that shit. And then I was like hooked on these movies, dude. I got, I turned into like a super fan of these movies. I was like on the Sleepaway Camp message boards. And yeah, like, that's when I watched them because you were like, you need to watch these. And I was like, all right. Watch <laughs> yeah, them. I was like, this is what's up right here, dude. I got hooked on them and I was a big fan and still am, but it's been a while since I watched them. I figured we would do part two because a lot of people talk about part one because of that big twist ending or whatever. Yeah, but this one's. It has promos left and right. Yeah, this one. I've always thought that the sequels, part three, is awesome too. We should do it eventually. Do it next. (laughs) Yeah, we could. (laughs) Because it's almost like a direct follow up to this one. They were like filmed back to back, Lord of the Rings style. (laughs) Toxie two and three. Yeah, they were ahead of ahead of the game. But I always like the sequels because they're, and we talked about this whenever we did uh, Friday Five. Whenever people were like, oh. Slasher movies are nothing but a bunch of gratuitous boobs and gore, and mm. like there's nothing much to them. These movies are basically specifically what those people were talking about. I yeah. <laughs> but they also are like kind of self-aware a little bit. Like oh, definitely, they're like cutting promos for sure. They're like ahead of the game on that too, because I think I don't think Friday Six had come out yet, and they were already like kind of almost making a parody of the slasher kind of with they this definitely one. were because later on in the movie you find out exactly why that they were making fun <laughs> yeah it's pretty obvious so you wanna bust right in here Trav we might as well dude let's get down to what's going on in this plot this movie opens they're just telling movies by the campfire yeah they're just like the same shit did you everyone does at camp yeah it's like did I say movies or stories you said movies but that's fine damn (laughs) they're telling stories by the campfire right and that is it just sets the scene pretty primo I would say yeah it looks just like what you would think it would look like there's one it's a set of dudes all hanging out around the fire but there's one chick there (laughs) they're all telling all these like ghost stories and stuff that chick ain't supposed to be there nope She's supposed to be with the girls yep. in their own little cabin. So then the counselor, Angela, she comes rolling up. She's like, what are you doing up in here hanging out with these boys? 
<laughs> she like I'm, what was that story you were telling? Yeah, she was she was like straight up just telling like the recapping entire, yeah. <laughs> everything that happened in Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. And Angela rolls up right whenever she's like, I heard that uh, she got a rod chopped off and, <laughs> and the taxpayers paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, wait, that was the other dude that said that. But oh man, it ruled though. <laughs> Basically, she. It's just funny because Angela rolls up on them right when they're like making fun of her. Basically, <laughs> couldn't be worst slash best time to show up. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably one thing that makes her mad. She's taking it out, <laughs> taking it out on this poor girl. She's, I guarantee you that Angela is decently mad. <laughs> she like fucking clocks her with a log. Yeah, and then she cuts her tongue out <clears throat> for telling shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this will keep your dead ass from talking. Yeah. Don't say nothing. <clears throat> then it kicks into some primo like 80s, 80s metal. <laughs> intro song crushes. That intro song is by Anvil, who we were talking about. Just, Had that... Uh, like the story of Anvil or something? Yeah, like that documentary that was popular for like a split second a while back. just funny because that's like the only song that I ever knew about those dudes I knew this one and like metal on metal but that was it yeah they were not very huge I don't think I got first boobs written here oh they're in the the chick's cabin yeah and there Angela runs in and she's like wake up everybody it's breakfast in 30 minutes or something (laughs) And then she just leaves, and everybody's like, it just cuts, like, the chick's waking up, and it's like, yeah. everybody's got their jammies on. So one chick straight up got her boobs out sleeping. <laughs> and she doesn't even have the the covers up over her boobs. She's just, like, sleeping, like, bare boob, yeah. not even covering her boobs That's up. That's what you do, blanket. though. You pull them up, like, right under the boobs. Yeah, just so people can see your boobs. Which, you know, appreciated. <laughs> yeah. This movie is hooking it up as far as boob shots go. But whenever they're doing that, that chick is like, she just runs around with her boobs out. Yeah, she gets. But then that other chick with like the uh, China Club shirt. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, she whips her boobs out too. Yeah, she's. It's just like a boob fest every morning at the chick's cabin. It pays to be a chick. <laughs> If you're a dude, the and, Angela story. And it pays to be the tip patrol. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a couple of little fellers running around this camp. Got a video camera. And they are like just standing on each other's shoulders. Is it a video camera or is it just a Polaroid camera? Because oh, they have Polaroids later. Yeah, I guess it's just a Polaroid. It looks like a video camera. It's like though. a big beast yeah. of a camera. And they're just like standing on each other's shoulders snapping shots through the window <laughs> and it looked- snapping shots and blowing loads <laughs> later god what's Angela's problem I mean who's gonna see me anyway the tip patrol that's who then you also got the awesome characters the shit, shit sisters, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> whenever so, they're at the at breakfast I suppose yeah they're just having like character convos is like oh yeah the shit sisters over there 
they get high <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and then the main girl that's, uh, well, not the main girl, but the main bad girl, Allie, she's like, getting high sometimes is cool, but not <laughs> all the time. You can't stay high. It's not, okay to be high. But you can't be a shit sister. Come on. No. The last name's Shoat. Sounds like shit. <laughs> These are the shit sisters. You get it. You guys get it. <laughs> There's also, if we're just introducing the characters, the main chick's name is Molly, and she is played by Renee Estevez. Did you know that that is Emilio Estevez's sister? Then there's also Charlie Sheen's sister. Yep, and Martin Sheen's daughter. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That uh, I, I want to know where the name Sheen came from, dude. I Why didn't they just keep rocking Estevez? Emilio was like, I don't want that shit. I'll keep rocking Estevez. I heard that it was because Martin Sheen was afraid that Estevez was too like out there sounding of a name and he was like afraid he wouldn't get any good roles. I know Martin's him. brother Joe. <laughs> yeah. He, he wasn't ashamed of it at all. He was he was just rolling with it. I've seen so many movies of Joe Estevez in them and they are all <laughs> awesome. And you see what happened to their careers. Mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen, he did a AIDS. He got straight up AIDS. Charlie, oh, I, I meant Martin Sheen. He did a Joe Estevez. Is in Paul Bunyan Axe Giant, <laughs> which crushes. That sounds amazing. But then again, I mean, when you got a daughter being in Sleepaway Camp 2, you got to be proud. What? I would be. Hell yeah. Especially if she's the one with her tits out, apparently. She's not, though. Well... There's no pride in the Estevez family. (laughs) She's the good girl. (laughs) At that breakfast that we were talking about, Angela is super pumped because she gets named Counselor of the Week. Hell yeah. What is the summer camp like? What? Two, three weeks? (laughs) There could only be two or three. I would say like four weeks at the most. Like a full month long thing. But she's pumped. So you have four weeks. Four chances. Four to determine a counselor of the week. <laughs> you have three counselors? There's not very many. I mean, including Uncle John? <laughs> yeah, Uncle John ruled. <laughs> and then, but uh, she gets up on stage, she sings the Happy Camper song, <laughs> which just, uh, she sings from her heart about how much she just loves summer camp. <laughs> Don't forget the hand movements. That's all she's known. Yep. The the happiest moments of Angela's life were murdering people at <laughs> summer camp. Yep. Did we talk about Angela's sex change in between this one and the first one? Not really. I mean, that's kind of what they were hit, hitting at when they were telling those stories about yeah. her or whatever. But I guess apparently she had definitely had a sex change. Yeah. She says it eventually. And it's also notable to mention that she's played by Pamela Springsteen, who is Bruce Springsteen's sister. <laughs> so, like, the like loose connections to actual celebrities all over the place in this movie. 
We have relatives of Joe Estevez <laughs> and, uh, and Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Joe Estevez balls. The chick, Molly, the nice girl, she's hitting it off with this kid named Sean. He's a cop son, and we'll find out later that his dad was one of the cops that arrested Angela back in the day. So he knows all about... <laughs> Put her in her home, cut her dick off. Yep, that's what happened. That's how you fix crazy people. He knows the inside info on her. If I was a cop and had to deal with that shit, the first thing I would not do is go home and tell my son about it. <laughs> You'll never believe what happened today, son. <laughs> there was a girl killed all these kids over here at his camp. Had a dick. Quiz. <laughs> kids like, what the, the hell? The minute her dick was revealed, her face froze up. <laughs> yeah. Credits start rolling up over top of them. We were surprised. We all just stood real still. <laughs> they're hitting it up because they're like laying beside this pool, like having a little convo. The stagnant ass. And gross. This pool is, yeah, it's looking it's rough. It's not good. They said on the commentary that it, it was apparently a pool that had just been sitting there, I don't know, over some period of time when this camp was not active. You can tell that there's just all kinds of green stuff in the bottom of it. These kids are having to swim around it and act like they're having a good time. Probably hanked. I don't know. Unless the weed that they're smoking in this movie (laughs) is straight up real weed or... It's possible. It's probable. Just be like floating around in some stagnant stagnant water thinking wrong. Everybody's wasted on like Knock off Jack Daniels. Evan Williams shit. <laughs> yeah. The the camp bad girl Allie, she decides that She's she, talking to that dude. He's like telling her all about how he's a good soccer player and stuff. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna try to build myself up. Yeah, he's trying he's so looking to get to, himself in. He's looking to make her think he ruined. But she's not even paying any attention. But she's like, <laughs> she's like, I have a plan. She's reaching into her shirt, undoes her bikini top, and just like pulls it out. She's wearing a white shirt, by the way. Oh no! <laughs> she looks at him. And is like, if you throw me in this water, <laughs> I'll kill you. He's like, oh, she's flirting. Oh damn! I'm gonna do this. I'm about to get killed. Clank. <laughs> she just swims straight across the other side of the pool where the cop son dude is chilling with uh, Molly and she's like oh hey and like raises up out of the pool <laughs> nothing but nips. she does like almost a Phoebe Cates yeah just like uh, a thin layer of white fabric over top of them nips and party hats <laughs> the tip patrol are in the pool checking her out and they say party hats at 10 <laughs> o'clock or whatever hey Emilio party hats at 2 o'clock <laughs> alright really? I'm Calling that shit party hats is hilarious, dude. <laughs> That's like that seems like an old school promo. Yeah, it's like an '80s style. <laughs> it's perfect. '80s had all the primo promos, dude. Everything else is all played out. Yeah, <laughs> party hats just didn't make it into the next <laughs> decade. It never made the lexicon of nipple names. It should have. It's gonna. We're gonna do our part. Yeah. Check out that chick. She got sweet party hats. <laughs> you see the party hats on this chick? <laughs> party city. <laughs> party titty. 
part of Titty City or something. Part of Titty City. But we cut away from the pool scene, and the shit sisters are in the woods getting wasted by themselves. One of them's got a bottle to Jack, and the other one's like smoking like 18,000 joints. <laughs> yeah. And they're singing their version of the Happy Camper song. <laughs> Which uh, involves talking about how they love to drink and fuck. And I can't remember the actual words though. With the oh man, I can't remember it either. We'll have to stick it into the episode here. We'll definitely do that. We need to try to nail it. I know that it has something to do with if you pay me money on my my titties, you can suck. Yeah, I remember (laughs) that part too. I remember the opener. Oh, I'm a happy camper. I like to drink, to drink and fuck. fuck. If you pay me money. Maybe that. On my titties, you will suck. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole time I get. Insert yeah. here. <laughs> oh, I'm a happy camper. I love to drink and fuck. And if you pay me money on my titties, you can suck. You can't argue with those lyrics. No. The shit sisters were... DTF. All I did was get stoned, drunk, and listen to Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> that Flotsam and Jetsam album was rough. You listened to it? I had it for a long time. I always was interested in hearing it, but I never listened to I it. I was like a big Metallica buff. And I was like, oh shit, this was Jason Newstead's band. This was like the one album he was on. I'll yep. get it. Act. They existed before or after Newstead, right? Like, they'd been around for a while. He was one of the founding members, and then he was like, I'm going to go join Metallica. And he was like, I guess we'll just keep going. Yeah. They, the shit sisters, totally have his album at a certain point in his movie. Angela rolls up on these kids, though. The shit sisters. One of them's completely passed out drunk, and the other one is about ready to bone some dude in the middle of the woods. She just, like, scares the dude off. She's like, you get out of here. <laughs> get the hell on out of here. He run off. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and then she knocks out the shit sisters. When they wake up, well, one of them wakes up from her, like, pouring Jack Daniels in her face. But she, that's when she has all the joints on her, Yeah, too. she just has, like, a ton of joints laying all over her. Which doesn't make sense because spoilers, did, they're on a giant like cookout grill <laughs> thing. Yeah. She like wakes up from the booze in her face and goes to set up and no, like she has the joints all over her, right? And then Angela put those joints there. Yes, I mean she just laid her out to like yeah. make her look stupid or something <laughs> for the camera. <laughs> Humiliate her before she killed her. Guess what? Here's your joints. <laughs> You're about to burn them up. <laughs> she wakes up, sets straight up into her burnt-to-death sister's face. Just staring her dead in the eyes. So this chick has been so knocked out that her sister was burning to death right beside of her, and she, like, never even woke up. She didn't even feel the heat. Yeah, that's a little weird. But, yeah, Angela totally burns this chick to death, too. <laughs> The shit sisters have been flushed. <laughs> yeah. They they were short lived, but they burned bright trash. <laughs> what is that thing? 
better to fucking burn bright and then fade away or something. I don't know. <laughs> better to uh, better to burn out than fade away. I think. Yeah, bingo. The shit sisters definitely. They got burned out <laughs> and then faded away. Yeah. I wonder if that's what they were going for in the movie because it's like dead on. I feel like we're putting more thought into it than anybody ever did, maybe. <laughs> we'll just keep going because yeah. we're getting into this shit. So you see that like kind of a pattern starts to form that Angel is killing these kids that are like troublemakers. But she keeps saying, she's like, sorry, I had to send them home. Yeah, she just lies to the, the dude that runs the camp. Uncle John. Uncle John. <laughs> She just says, oh, uh, these kids were up no good. I had to send them home. So we're blowing a dude and shooting meth. <laughs> Do you, shoot? you probably don't shoot meth. I don't know. <laughs> terrible drugs. Uh, Yeah, I, I don't know for sure either, but that sounds right. I thought you smoked it. Uh, probably multiple uh, <laughs> ways of insertion. <laughs> yeah, I think, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I fucking butt chugged some meth, dude go camping there's another girl that wants to go home Angela sends her home too and Uncle John's kind of like you stop sending all these kids home <laughs> we ain't getting no money you keep sending these kids he's lamenting the fact that it used to be the most primo camp from New York or something but now we used to get good kids <laughs> now, now we're just taking whatever the fuck we can get now these kids all hanked everybody wants to blow guys <laughs> shoot me <laughs> then the next scene they're back in the girls cabin yep and Angela's like okay night night <laughs> yeah sleep no, good she uh I think she goes to like a meeting or something she has a meeting yeah and that's why she's like go to bed girls right like I got this meeting to go to and then she goes off into her room or something then dude sneaks in and he's like guess what panty raid panty raid oh shit another panty raid <laughs> that's two panty raid movies in a row Trav and we picked them simultaneously <laughs> yeah, we did not plan that but it worked perfectly <laughs> extra perfect panties rule apparently these, these dudes are going around grabbing all these chicks panties but the cop the cop's son guy he's just Sitting on Molly's bed, acting like, ho, oh, oh, these guys are incorrigible. <laughs> but he's not doing it because he's like the good guy. Can't have him no, you stealing can't, panties. No, you can't solo this guy's reputation. <laughs> but then Angela comes back or in or whatever, and she's like, what in the hell is going on here? <laughs> you need to get your asses out of this cabin, back into your own. And that, that cop's son dude saying. is like, they weren't doing anything bad. <laughs> <laughs> he like tries to take the moral high ground on yeah. the panty raid. He was like, this is no big deal. <laughs> we weren't raping them or killing yeah. them or We're shooting them up with meth. Stealing their <laughs> pants. But every, like, Angela's super pissed. She sends them all off. But then the chicks are like, hey, whenever Angela's really asleep late tonight. Like two or three in the morning. We're going to get up. We're going to go steal their jock straps and that makes no sense at all <laughs> I was like what's the stinkiest thing a what? guy could ever have I'm gonna put it on my head <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly <laughs> what happens and I think 
that the exact same thing is happening with the Molly. She's just like sitting on the cop's son's bed, like, oh, <laughs> I don't actually get up to do shenanigans, but isn't it fun? And then TC, we should talk about TC. We haven't even introduced him yet. I don't yeah. think. He's the dude that runs the main boys' cabin. Yeah, he's the sweet mullet dude. He's like the cool guy counselor that. He's like the opposite of Angela. He doesn't care. He lets these kids yeah, raise like, hell. And go find you some boobs. Still use some undies. He he walks out while the the jock raid is going on, and he's like, "Wake me when it's over." <laughs> <laughs> that chick, I don't remember. It's the uh, China Club chick. Yeah, she whips her boobs out, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, I you remember. can't keep stealing undies because <laughs> you're going to end up with a lot of this." And she just flashes boobs to everybody in that room. <laughs> and then she turns around, boobs flashing, and Angela's walking through the door. <laughs> she just keeps flat she just keeps her shirt held up flashing the whole time. Like Angela's just like staring at her with her boobs out. And it's like wah, wah, wah. This is another situation where uh Angela has to just send this girl home. <laughs> yeah. She she takes her it cuts and they're just like hanging out in Angel's car or something. Yeah, the like China Club chick crying. Yeah, she's all upset. She's like, I want you to send me home. Yeah, she says, Angela's uh, giving her a hard time, says that she's only acting out, showing her boobs all the time because she wants to be like the main bad girl, Allie. <laughs> Angela is like, she's crazy, but she's <laughs> yeah. like, I want to try to see the good in people. Yeah. I'm sorry. She's like, I'm going to try to figure you out, but she's got too many problems of her own. If you do anything bad at all, you're off of Angela's list already. Yeah. But, that I don't remember the exact situation, but she's Angela's like rooting around for something. She's like, what is that, a gun? She's like, no, it's a drill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she just kills her with a drill. Yeah. <laughs> it's the next day after that, and... All the uh, all the kids are gathered in like the main cabin, like what do you call that? Like the, the mess hall. Yeah, the mess hall, I guess. And she's uh, they're all wondering, hey, where'd this chick go? Oh, Angela sent her home. <laughs> Angela is sending all the campers home. Yep. To heaven <laughs> or hell, I suppose. There's one point. Like right around there where that guy's like, Hey, where do you store extra belly buttons? <laughs> yeah, that's whenever uh there's like a nerdy type dude. <coughs> a dude that was trying to impress Allie with his soccer prowess. Yeah. He's like goes on a little date with Allie and he's telling her a joke. I don't remember the punchline though. It's a naval reserve. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Hey, I got a joke. Listen, where do you store extra belly buttons? Where? In the Naval Reserve. <laughs> that's yeah, that's really funny. Somewhere around that point, TC is up on the stage in the mess hall reading off a list of stuff that's missing around the camp. And he's talking about how there's like some panties missing, some jocks missing, but there's also a lot of rope missing. Yeah. His <laughs> car battery is missing and that... It's all basically just like set up for yeah, promos that are going to happen later. But Molly follows Angela up into the woods. She's got like an abandoned cabin up in the woods that's got like no trespassing signs on it and stuff. 
you can't get in there because it's locked. Yeah, that's what Angela, Angela just tells like, you. She just likes to sit on the front porch. Yeah. She's just chilling on the stoop. <laughs> they have a little heart-to-heart about uh, how she's a good girl and that cop's son, he's not too bad of a guy. And you can tell Angela thinks that they're like some of the better ones, I guess. Yeah, she likes them. But then she cut that thing where he's like, my aunt used to tell me this one thing. Oh, yeah. She, and he's like, keep your morals strong and you'll never go wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just awesome because she's referencing their crazy aunt from the first movie. Mm-hmm. And it's also just some good advice. It's fucking Carrie's mom. Mm-hmm. Seems like it. <laughs> Don't you ever expose them dirty pillows. <laughs> Don't you ever expose them party hats. <laughs> Dirty party hat pillows. Somewhere around in this part of the movie, too, they're having like one of those jobs that you have in a haunted house where you like have a kid stick their hand in like some cold spaghetti and you're like, oh, this <laughs> is like guts or something like that. Oh, these are pale grapes, but no, sir, they're eyeballs. Yeah. Angela has got a box and she's just like, it's dead teenagers' brains. And this other chick's like, oh, what'd you use for that? And she's like, dead, dead teenagers', teenagers brains. <laughs> dead teenagers' brains. Jamal, what's, what's really in there? Dead teenagers' brains. It's just funny that from literally the first scene of the movie, there's no, like, mystery or anything. It's just like, Angela yeah. is a crazo and she's killing all these people. It's almost like a anti-hero thing where you're like just wanting to see what Angela will do next yeah. I guess she doesn't disappoint nope they're looking to get back at Angela though like the boys yeah and they're like oh fuck let's scare her make her, <laughs> let's make her poop or something yeah <laughs> they say something about making her take a dump in her pants or something <laughs> like that this guy is fashioning a Jason costume basically yeah and it, while the other guy's making like a sweet pretty Kruger glove right he's got what I think's cool about that is that they didn't use a Jason mask like you would see in a Jason movie they actually use like more of a traditional goalie mask that you would see nowadays wasn't it like the part 3 cover though or the part 5 yeah that's what I meant yeah it looks more like that than it does a regular Jason mask and then the other dude is just putting like wet dyed red toilet paper on his face to make him look (laughs) like he's burnt to be Freddy or whatever he doesn't do too bad of a job no he does better than I would do exactly they roll out into the woods they're trying to find Angela to scare her because they want to get back at her because she's been sending all their buddies home and such but before they can even get started the dude can't even find his Freddy glove. He's just walking along in the woods. <laughs> he's like, hey, where I put my Freddy glove? I have no he's idea. He's like talking to the Jason dude. He's like, if you see that glove, hook me up. <laughs> yeah. And the Jason dude's like, I'm about to go take a leak, and you better find that Freddy glove by the time <laughs> I get back. You're going to ruin this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. We planned for days. If you don't have that glove, she ain't going to be scared. <laughs> he's like searching along a log. And then somebody... It's like there's an arm sticking up with a glove on it. <laughs> oh, how convenient. It's like, oh, where'd you find that? <laughs> and then he gets his throat slit by the apparently real blades. He made way too good of a glove. <laughs> yeah, dude. those blades were sharp. 
and then I can't remember Jace like Jason shows up and he's like hey uh, I can't remember what happened <laughs> well I know she's sitting there and she just like fires up that chainsaw yeah she uh, you first know that she's there because she's firing up the chainsaw yeah. I guess and it reveals that she's wearing a leather face costume <laughs> and she's actually got somebody's real face that she's wearing Angel is nuts dude <laughs> so I mean this is what we were talking about that this movie is basically just like we're gonna kill Freddy and Jason yeah. we're we're the new slasher basically is kind of a bold statement I guess didn't pay off. <laughs> it paid off for me because I was thinking rule. But I'm, I'm thinking rule right now. I don't know how much. I don't think they got quite that Freddy or Friday Thirteenth money that they were looking for. Nope. These were like some early straight to video jobs. It's still amazing though. Yeah, it's the jam. After that though, Angela goes back. Her girls were going to be having a uh, like a night out in the woods around the fire, and they're like, "Where's Angela?" she shows up in that Leatherface costume and they think it's some of the boys mm-hmm. so they tackle her and they're like oh ha ha giggles we didn't think you would do this type of thing they see it's Angela she's like I, I'm more fun than you think I am or <laughs> some shit <laughs> and then she's like where's Allie at and they're like oh she's having cramps <laughs> and it cuts to the bathroom and the soccer player dude is just like he is ready to throw down, dude. Him and Allie are about to go through hell to try to get into the toilet stall. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he's like just hauling her around like he's getting ready to <laughs> body slam her. She's trying to take her pants off with just her legs. She doesn't have any <laughs> ground to stand on because he's dragging her across the floor. It takes her like 10 minutes to get her pants off. It's like the most... Uh, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> They get into the stall, and I guess he's going downtown, Trav. Yeah, he's like straight up hitting that belly button. <laughs> yeah, he's he doesn't seem quite low enough, but she seems like she's having a pretty good time, and he's like, oh, wrong. <laughs> she got a high one. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Sometimes they're high up. <laughs> oh, man, I lost my virginity. He broke my high one. <laughs> Angela rolls up on the toilet and she's like, hey, what are you guys doing in there? Or what are you doing in there, Allie? And she's like, oh, I got these bad cramps. It's not good. <laughs> Let me turn this music off and blow up these candles. <laughs> I've been in here having these cramps, listening to some heavy metal and uh, getting drunk and burning candles and stuff. <laughs> With like 7,000 bottles of Comet. <laughs> yeah, there's an abundance of Comet at this joint. But... Angela sufficiently puts the CB down on these two. She has to go back. They have to separate. And then the next day, Molly, the good girl, is walking along. And she's like, oh, hey, uh, Allie, do you want to throw football? And Allie decides this is the best time to just completely (laughs) annihilate this chick. She's like, I know that you hate me as much as I hate you. (laughs) You're like, God damn. (laughs) You don't say something like that unless you are sure that the other person hates you. <laughs> I don't think the Joker has ever said that to Batman. <laughs> yeah. She goes on about how 
I hope that you enjoy getting with that cop's son because he's a terrible lay and he's sacked. And <laughs> why don't you go tell Angela, you stupid bitch? She's just. I like, know you're going to tell. He's the biggest tattletale in his fucking camp. She's just being like completely brutal on this poor girl. Hey, Ellie, you want to throw the ball? No. You have to pretend to be nice to me. I know you hate me as much as I hate you. I don't hate you. Don't give me that goody-goody shit. It may work on Sean Whitmore, but it's not going to work on me. Has he screwed you yet? That's none of your business. I didn't think he had. Well, let me warn you, he's a lousy lay. We'd be perfect together. Look, do me a favor and leave me alone. Don't forget to run and tell Angela. Maybe if I'm lucky, the dyke will send me home. But then she gets to relieve her stress a little bit in the woods. Mm, with that dude. Her and that soccer dude finally get to hook up. They're straight nailing it. <laughs> Both of them seem like they're feeling it. Yeah. Until she's like, thanks. <laughs> she's like, I'm done. And he's like, damn. I was like, that lady's mean. Yeah, she ain't no good. And then she she's like, you don't have AIDS or anything, do you? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no. She's like, great. <laughs> <laughs> That's really convenient for me that you don't have AIDS. Listen, you don't have AIDS or anything, do you? No. Great. See ya. That is not a question post-coitus. <laughs> That's one of your uh, pre pre questions that you want to have yeah. ready to go before you get <laughs> whenever you're filling out your questionnaire. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to nail in the woods? Sure. <laughs> Do you have AIDS? <laughs> Maybe. <No>. Undetermined. <laughs> we'll N- find out. N A. Soon as Allie gets back to her cabin, though, she finds a note on the mirror from that cop's son, supposedly. Yeah, you, that's what you think it is. And it tells her to meet him up at the abandoned cabin where Angela likes to hang out. So she goes up there thinking she's about to get some. She's about to get two in a row, Trav. (laughs) She can't get enough. Nope. Then she's disappointed to find that Sean's not there, but Angela is. No. She can't get in. And she thinks it's Molly's fault. And she's like, oh, goddamn Molly. (laughs) And then Angela shows up and she's like, God damn Angela. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she tries to open the door and she can't get it, so she's like, this is that Molly bitch's fault. Can't get in this door. Shit. God damn Molly. God damn Angela. But then we've got the grossest part of the movie, I would mm. have to say. Angela's had enough of this. She stabs her in alley. the back. Yeah, first, she like D what's it called? Dehumanifies her. <laughs> Incapacitates her. <Yes. laughs> so she can't run away. She drags her in to the outhouse and then makes her get that. Well, she puts her head in at first and she's like, hey, she's what's like, in this outhouse? And he's like, it's one of your favorite words or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you got a dirty <laughs> mouth. Shit. <laughs> she's like, like, damn right, it's shit. <laughs> then she's like, what else? She's like, piss. She's like, yeah, just like you pissed your life away. And then she's like, 
what else is in there? She's like, I don't know. He's like, why don't you get in there and take a closer look? <laughs> Forces this chick to get down in a gross-ass abandoned outhouse toilet, dude. And then she sticks her head up and is like, guess what was in there? Leeches. <laughs> yeah, she's got a leech on her face. <laughs> Leech is Allie for a leech like you. That's not good. She starts jamming a stick down in there and making her drown. And And she's like, uh, uh, uh. (laughs) sounds like she's using some Listerine or something down in there, dude. There's no. It's like she shows up and is like completely quiet and is like, nope, get back down here. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) and there's a ton of fly sound effects. Like nonstop. They're straight up overpowering, <laughs> but it's perfect. I mean, that is a gross ass outhouse. There'd be some flies in there, Trey. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> Not as big as what that would sound like, though. It's at this point that Angela has pretty much gone off the rails, I think. Oh, yeah. Because in my next note, I just got Angela kills more kids. <laughs> and then I have Angela got fired. <laughs> yeah, that's my next note. <laughs> because. Molly is literally the only girl left from her original cabin. Like, everybody else is dead. She sent everyone home without Uncle John's knowledge. And then he's like, guess what? You're fired. He and TC are sitting there and he's like, get out. TC's just like, I back you 100%, Uncle John. (laughs) This bitch crazy. She's overstepping her bounds. We don't need this shit. This This camp runs rough enough as it is. Molly, the whole time that the movie's been going on, Molly has been kind of feeling sorry for Angela. Like, everybody else is always ripping promos on her. But Molly's like, she's not that bad or whatever. She like, she's my confidant. Yeah, she feels sorry for her. And they <laughs> she have, gives me someone to tell on you guys, too. <laughs> they're always having their little chats. So, whenever she finds out that Angela got fired, she's like, come on, cops, son, guy. We gotta go make sure she's okay. She's up at this weird abandoned cabin (laughs) where the door's locked and she's sitting on the stoop again. They go up there and I can't can't remember why but that Sean dude is like "Uh, let me see if there's anything in this cabin. (laughs) And he goes in there. They're like no it's locked. And he's like no it's not. (laughs) (laughs) He just strolls right in. Don't go in there. And what's in there Trav? everyone that Angela has sent home <laughs> they're all just like sitting on couches and stuff she's got them all set up she's been partying with these dead people even like the charred remains of the shit sisters <laughs> they're sitting there with the flops of Jetson yeah. <laughs> album in between them I gotta be honest and that uh, I remember watching these movies all the time when I was a kid I thought that they ruled I still think that they rule but watching them now I'm just like Angela is even more crazy than I yeah. thought about <laughs> she, she was like, <laughs> she's doing some uh, off the wall stuff dude she's crazy to kill the kids but then she's even crazier to like set them up and hang out with them yeah she's like trying to just like recreate a camp situation yeah. for herself with dead people cause like, these kids are good <laughs> now <laughs> they will never act up no one is getting screwed in Angela's cabin. Angela and Molly have pretty much like their last heart to heart, I guess. Angela says that this might have been before they even found the bodies, but Angela basically says that she thinks everybody hates her. Yeah, because that was before. 
TC is rude to her. But the thing is, and I never really noticed, well, I mean, I kind of did, but it's more prevalent to me this time. They go out of their way to, like, make Angela just be annoying, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, TC trying to be nice to her at the beginning, and he's like, here, you want to stick a gum? And she's like, oh, I hate I this kind of gum. I don't like green gum. <laughs> yeah, and TC is just like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she takes it and chews it regardless, though. Yeah. I guess I'll take this shitty green gum God if that's all you got. She's this just, is double shit. <laughs> she's just like... Uh, a weird person. She doesn't have any social skills, probably. <laughs> Double your pleasure. <laughs> Double your suck. That's what happened to TC. Yeah. <laughs> but TC, speaking of which, he's like, finds out from the soccer dude that where they went. He goes on up to the abandoned cabin to see what's going on. And earlier, he had said that his car battery was missing from his car. Mm-hmm. He goes to enter the abandoned cabin and he gets car battery acid splashed in his face. Would that even do anything to you? Was it car battery acid? I thought she was like, she had boiled something. No, it's, she's. Oh no, she was cooking food for. Yeah. And she's got them. And she pours battery acid out of his battery into a little cup. And then she says, I guess your car battery was useful after all or something like that. (laughs) So. Do you think that you could just, like, throw car battery acid in somebody's face and it would own them? Not that instant reaction that happened to TC. <laughs> right. He's like, God oh, damn. And he's, like, just fucking two-facing up. <laughs> yeah. I remember. He looks like Dark Man. <laughs> With a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> we, maybe we should talk about what he looks like. We should like talk about before Dark Man with a mullet. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> but... What about what TC looked like before he got the battery acid in his face? You talking about the fact that he looks exactly like (laughs) Daniel Tosh with a mullet? Yes, which is insane because I've seen this movie a ton of times. And as soon as you said that, it was like something clicked in my brain. I was like, holy crap, that dude does look like (laughs) Daniel Tosh. He looks like Daniel Tosh and acts like Dave Coulier. (laughs) And he's got, he's kind of got Coulier's mullet from the early Full House jobs a little bit. He's rocking a Billy Ray Cyrus. It's like a legit serious mullet he's got going, dude. It's the the Webster's Dictionary definition <laughs> of a mullet. At this point, TC's now dead, and Sean and Molly are both tied up. And it's like, Sean breaks his silence, and he's like, I know who you are. You're the chick or the dude I should say (laughs) that killed all those people at that camp back in the day your name was Angela Baker your real name was Peter yeah and she's like my name is Angela Johnson (laughs) and I don't have a Johnson anymore (laughs) or Peter (laughs) my Peter has been removed and I have added a Johnson (laughs) and she says she says something to him about how he ought to watch his mouth or something like that and then oh no he says uh, my dad you should have heard what my dad had to say when he found out you got out and she's like oh well I wonder what he'll say when he sees what happens to you and then she just chops his head off (laughs) 
It's just a, the most straight decapitation ever. There's no buildup or anything. No, it's, it's like just, <laughs> his head is gone, and it ruled. Molly's like, "Oh my God, son!" <laughs> yeah, she's in a terrible scenario, but Angela's still being nice to her. Yeah, she's like, "You, you want some of this food?" <laughs> and then she says, "It's a little bit later." She's like. Oh, look who just came on the TV. <laughs> she puts that dude's like cop son's head yeah. right in the TV. She has like a broken TV and she yeah. just sets his head right in. <laughs> That's fucking perfect, dude. That's a hilarious promo. But somehow, like somehow or another, Angela goes outside and Molly gets loose of her ropes. And it's a little bit of a chase scene, kind of chase scene leading to a standoff yeah Molly stabs her in the leg a little bit and they're both like kinda struggling but they get into that standoff Angela's kinda backing her up Mm -hmm. she's walking Molly's not paying attention to anything she's just like you stay away from me Yep. I'm gonna stab your ass and then she falls straight backwards off of a little rock face type thing it's not very high but I guess she probably knocked her head or something she's got a good eight foot cliff and Angela is disappointed she said you almost made it or something yeah, like that she's like I wasn't gonna hurt you I actually kinda liked you mm-hmm. but now that Molly's dead Angela goes back and she basically just kills the entire camp yeah like everyone is gone She's even got the tip patrol strapped up against the wall so that they're like permanently peering in through the windows or whatever. And they're like, we told you boys not to do that. <laughs> and then they go to grab a hold of him and the guy just like, Hank. yeah, he's dead. He's ruined. Oh, we should talk about real quick. We skipped over the scene where Angela catches the tip patrol with their Polaroids. Oh, yeah. And she's like, hey, what do you got? What do you boys got there? And they're like, uh, no, no, nothing. <laughs> Let me see. Like, no, it's, no, it's nothing. Nothing to see. No. And in their stack of Polaroids, they had a pic of Angela in her <laughs> bra. It's like a one of those big sports bra type jobs or something. But then she shows those Polaroids to TC and he's like, Nice dance. He's like, nice. <laughs> I think that maybe the tip patrol was working for TC. Oh, God, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, they want the payroll. <laughs> TC stands for tip control. <laughs> and tip patrol. That's who they work for. Yeah. <laughs> tip patrol works for tip control. <laughs> They're TC, all about rhymes. TC got control over every tip in that joint. <laughs> As well he should. Yeah. With that sweet ass mullet. Ain't nobody gonna turn him down with that mullet. I, I doubt I could. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll show him my tits tonight. <laughs> Come on over, TC. <laughs> Which rules? Because those initials are your initials. Are my own initials. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. So, show me them titties. After Angela kills basically the whole camp. Including Uncle John. Oh, yeah, he He's got on. She hitches a ride with one of the better characters in this flick. Don't <laughs> even you, know her name. No, you get seven seconds over at <laughs> most. She's got multiple lines and they're all gold. 
Angela's like, oh, thanks for the ride. And she's like, ain't Ain't no skin off my tits. (laughs) (laughs) She's got some other uh, philosophical sayings that she drops too. We can just play the whole scene. Just do it. Thanks for picking me up. Ain't no skin off my tits. Besides, girl like you shouldn't be alone on this road. I mean, you gonna get screwed. You like to know who you being screwed by, right? <laughs> I quit these things so many times. I had to quit, quit. Mind cracking a window? Everybody's got a vice. I mean, the way I see it, I'm just too dumb to drink, and I'm too fat to fuck. Angela can't stand listening to that vanity. Yes, yeah, that type of talk. So she stabs her too. Do you think she hates the word tits because she wasn't born with them? Possible. Yeah. Like anything sexual makes her feel uncomfortable, yeah. probably. But Molly wasn't dead when she fell off that rock. No, she, she you're, you're missing out though. What's up? The chick that picks up Angela. Right. They're talking about some bullshit, and they're like, "That chick is like too dumb to drink and too fat to fuck." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Angela's like, "Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, she that's what puts her over her. the edge, dude. She stabs her and kills her." It's around that time that Molly is waking up. She had knocked herself in the head, I guess. And she wakes up. You think she's like about to escape out of these woods. She Getting ready to make it. Walks down. She makes it to the road. And a truck pulls up. And who's driving the truck, Trev? It's Angela in that chick's hat. (laughs) Rocking a sweet-ass cowboy (laughs) hat, dude. She says, howdy, howdy partner. partner. <laughs> and it's hilarious that howdy, partner is the last line of the movie. It's awesome. It's <laughs> fucking perfect. Howdy, partner. And then, you know, smash cut or just like a smash zoom in on Molly's face. It's a good. And we just cut the credits in another sweet it's 80s sweet ass. movie metal song, mm. like a ballad. It's a good one, dude. That's that's all she wrote. <laughs> Nailed it. Molly never even made it out. Nope. Well, she no. didn't kill her. She might have she, killed her after the movie was over. <laughs> Once that ballad was over with. <laughs> yeah, they sat in the truck and listened to that ballad for a while. <laughs> I don't blame them. I'd be doing the same thing. It was a good one. So, overall, what do you think about this one, Trev? I think it's a crusher. Yeah, me too, dude. It's one that you don't talk about too often, or people don't. I would. I talk about it every day. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. People should give this one more attention just because it's kind of a self-aware meta-type slasher way before anybody was doing that type of thing, I feel like. It was super low budget, straight to video, so nobody gave a crap about it, probably. That's the jam, though. Yeah, that's what makes it even more charming. Low budget? 
is almost as good as no budget. Yeah. I would say right, right around this budget. I mean, they don't seem like they got too much money to play uh, with. No. They, they were like, you want to make out this girl? <laughs> <laughs> and they would hire the girls like, you want to make out this guy? <laughs> yeah. They just like had to pick and choose probably. But I would say check this one out if you're into slasher for sure. Oh, hell yeah. What do you think about the portrayals of safe sex and the dangers of disease? Dude, I don't even care if that kid really did have AIDS. It ain't no skin off my tits. It was only a move. Angela basically kills (laughs) (laughs) after you're crushing it (laughs) dude I don't even care if that dude really did have (laughs) you got it dude I don't even care if that kid really did have AIDS it ain't no skin (laughs) (laughs) oh boy Good night, campers.